Welcome to the Make Me Whole podcast. I'm your host, Josette Rosado, and it's time to talk getting past what's difficult, trusting our own abilities to do more, and keeping it that way. Hello, 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 and welcome to the first ever podcast for Make Me Whole. I am so excited and definitely a little bit nervous, if I'm honest, to be doing this. Now I'm a girl that loves to talk, but this isn't my norm, so we're going to figure this out together. It's been a little bit of a challenge to get here, and I'm sure anyone who's tried something for the first time, something new, something you had to learn, can totally understand that. I think the most important thing is to trust what I'm capable of, give myself the grace and understanding that I'm not supposed to be perfect, and just get it done. And that doesn't just come naturally. It's taken me a really long time and a lot of work to figure out some of the things I thought were finally important for me, and I have a lot to say. So here I am. The idea of podcasting became really interesting to me after I had the opportunity to be part of a podcast several months ago. It's called Stronger Than You Think, and it's hosted by a woman named Erica Diaz Castro. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out because they cover so many diverse topics, things that have to do with mental well being. So it was right up my alley. And being one of the featured guests, I just had so much fun and thought, God, I I can do that. Um, I wanted to get my message out and I wasn't exactly sure how hard it would be. You start recording, you erase, you record again, you write scripts, you look up YouTube videos, you get the right equipment, hope you have the right sound, stop again, pick it up when you're feeling more comfortable, make tons of excuses. This sounds familiar, right? Yeah, this has been my process to get here. And so feet first, head high. I'm here to share my knowledge, answer questions, and just basically talk all things mental wellness. There's this YouTuber I follow. Her name is Sunny Leonarduzzi, and she is just amazing. She actually is someone who speaks to entrepreneurs about finding focus in the things that they want to do and also not letting obstacles prevent us from the things we want to get to. She totally speaks my language. She came up with this idea of the hero story, and it's where we really talk about some of the struggles that we've been through and how they've made us grow, how we got through them, and sharing that with others so that they understand that we're not superhumans because we can pay our bills and have our family together or keep a job or have a home. But there's something about us uniquely that creates the strengths that we have and that we use to get to the next chapter. It's something that we can celebrate with one another and share and give inspiration to others. I'm not better than the women around me just because I struggled and survived. 
I'm better for myself because I know my strengths and how to use them. That being said, here's my hero story. Let's turn back the clock to about 11 years ago when I was living in New York, trying my very best to maintain some kind of a normal life, raising two kids in a two-bedroom apartment, making pretty decent money, but never getting ahead. I was really at the bottom of the barrel. And I'm not talking can't buy McDonald's or Starbucks broke. I'm talking repossession of a car, paying bills in parts, hoping that the electricity and the cable would stay on so that I wouldn't have to explain what happened. I come from a pretty large family, and unfortunately, there was this understanding that no matter what you were going through, you had to figure it out. That I found out very early on when I would be questioned instead of helped when things didn't go right. So there was no way I was going to let anyone know that my life was less than perfect. Many times I cried by myself, pretending I was strong in front of others, but knowing that I was slowly and surely breaking down. Looking at where I come from and who my family is, one might say, come on, you have both your parents living, you have siblings. Are you really going to tell me that no one was there to help you? You couldn't turn to anybody? But we were taught to be self-reliant, not to be pendejas, and to make sure that if we didn't get it right, there better be an answer as to why. And any help that I would ask of them came with conditions, conditions that sometimes were harder to deal with than the struggle I was facing at the time. So I often kept it to myself and made sure that the mask that I put on showed exactly what I wanted other people to see and not what was truth. As sad and sometimes really bleak, I saw things. I can say that I did have a strong force that helped me see things for the better and keep my head on straight. That was my grandmother, Ida. She had always been there since the day I was born. And her strength and stories of survival were ones that really made me look at what I was going through and know that my genes were strong. I remember oftentimes being able to receive that unconditional love that only a grandmother can give. And she would celebrate my successes as well as sit and hold me when things just seemed too difficult to deal with. I remember her mantra and it was, God will never give you more than you can handle. And boy, was she right. So as things continued to be challenging, both being a new mother and a new wife, she paved the way of understanding for me and helped me see the strengths I had within myself to move forward. It wasn't always easy, but all it took was for her to say, 
don't worry, I'll light a candle for you. And that just gave me a little pocket of peace. After some time of living day to day, paycheck to paycheck, and several conversations with a very dear cousin of mine who similarly had been struggling in California and made a home in South Carolina, I received a phone call from her. We talked and she said, hey, I think it's time for you to move down here. Down where? To the country? Listen, I am born and bred in the Bronx. And all I knew and understood was the city life and being in the daily runaround of New York City. But she spoke to my heart mainly when she said, I want you to get ahead. I want you to win. Come and live with us. You won't have to pay for rent. You can get settled. You can create that life that you want for your family. And I thought, how can I? No one's going to understand. How could I leave my grandma and know a life different from New York? I remember going to my grandmother and talking to her about it. She was one of the first people I told that I was even considering it. And basically, she told me that I had to do what was best for myself because this life in New York wasn't serving me. She knew I was meant for more. And even though I had people who were family still in New York, I needed to figure out what my next steps were. It was with that blessing that I decided to take the risk and move myself all the way down to South Carolina and give it a try. My only regret, and it's a deep one, is that two months later, my grandmother would die. And that support and unconditional love, the voice that I relied on for so many years, would no longer be there to cheer me on. Okay, I needed to take a minute there to get through that because that truly was one of the hardest times for me. And it was after the fact, because two months before, we did pack things up so that we could do the move. And I think that I received a lot of questions, as expected. Why was I doing this? Why was I taking my children away from their family? What was I thinking about moving in with other family, someone I've never lived with before? Why couldn't I just make it happen in New York? I got tired of answering the questions. And for some people, my move was a real difficulty. And for others, they just watched and waited to see if I'd fail. As I said earlier, I wasn't in a good state financially. So I borrowed $330 from my mom. That's all I had in my pocket. <laughs> I had a job lined up, which was really great. And it didn't take my husband too long to get a job, which was not only great, but also really surprising because I will tell you, he had his doubts as well. And now he truly says he knows this was the best decision we could have made. I remember that soon after I arrived here, I would say between two and three weeks, 
I was asked for that money back. And while I understood that it wasn't mine to keep, it was to be returned. I asked for it out of a sheer necessity. I hadn't gotten paid yet. So I had to put it off for a little while and wait until that paycheck came in. And sure enough, when I got paid, I sent that money right back to my mother. And it also brought me to the point of clarity for myself. Nothing I had at that moment was mine. I was starting from zero. I decided from then on, I would never be there again. It took us 14 months, lots of work towards finding a place to live, finding schools for our girls, getting settled in jobs that we both felt comfortable in with lots of patience, understanding, and faith. Finally, on February 28th, 2013, my husband and my two girls and I sat on a four-seater card table in the middle of our empty home and ate pizza for the first time. It was one of the best meals I ever had in my life. And from then on, that has been my mantra. You can and you will. Now that has no definition. That's just a statement of purpose, of intent. There will be people surrounding you, thoughts surrounding you, situations surrounding you that will make you doubt yourself. But if you put your energy into those things that you feel truly will happen because you want them, because they're important to you, it will happen. I want to take a minute to be real with you. I wasn't sure. I knew that I was meant for more. I knew that if I was going to do this, I had to figure things out. I had support from very small circle. It wasn't the number of likes I got on Facebook. Oh, you moved to South Carolina. Hooray. Let me give you a like. No, it was more the idea that I put my whole person into creating the life that I felt I deserved, my family deserved, and most especially my children. And in that, so much has blossomed. So much has changed. I'm not the same person. My faith has grown stronger. It's not some kind of hokey faith either. It's the real deal, guys. I believe that there is something larger than I that listens to my desires and listens to my pleads and asks me and challenges me and says, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to work for it? Or are we just talking shit here? There are things that you need. Think about it. There are things that you need. It could be a different job. It could be um, money. It could be a good relationship or a certain grade on a test. Listen to me when I say it's yours. 
as long as you put your energies and your intentions in getting it, you have to put everything into it. You can't do five things at the same time. You can't concentrate on seven different tasks. You have to focus on that one thing that drives you towards that goal. And I'm here to tell you, it is possible. There are lots of things we're going to talk about in the upcoming episodes, but I wanted to start off from there because I truly believe that there are changes that are possible as long as we're willing to face them and willing to understand that there's a balance between what we're going to put out into the universe as our needs, desires, and wants and what the universe is going to ask of us in return. Ooh, that was a lot to get through in a first episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I want to just give thanks to all the people who have given me the support so far, who've sent their messages of love and praise for what I'm doing here. Especially want to thank my family who has put up with closed sessions of recording and editing and just have given me the North Star that I need in this journey. So here we are. Make sure after you listen, you subscribe and send this podcast to all of your friends. Remember, let's complain less, do more, and make sure that we are exercising all our strength and power. This is Josette Rosado, and this is Make Me Whole.